Uh, I got started in summer of 2016. Um, at that point, I had spent about four years and about $40,000 in courts fighting just to see my son. Whoa. Went through the divorce, went through the the uh, family court system, and uh, came out with the unfair ruling that is very common against fathers all over the country. Fathers are getting mistreated in, in the courts for no reasons at all. I mean, I didn't even have a parking ticket, and I'm being treated as a second-class citizen. And so I was like, man, I got to do something. And this is intentional danger, Phil. Where's the skill in that? Where is the skill? Because okay. that sounds like savagery. They're over there playing magic, and that's a man's sport. It sounds like panty waist. <laughs> yo, check. Yo, yo. You are now locked in to them dudes who keep it most real. Straight out the ill, intention the danger feels. C3 Taji, camp cannon on beats. Bless the air every week with sleek speak unique. To the listener, ambassadors like they rappers sitting spitting the circle cypher, setting examples. How we supposed to catch fire, aspire, reach higher heights, fulfill the desires all up inside us. Strong, black gifted, peep the color or not. If the topic is hot, drop it in right off the spot. Got mad ish for your ears to list. You tuned in to the cast. And catching that intentional danger feel. You are now locked in. You are now locked in. So that sounds like Saturday. It wasn't a Ron C. Your freedom was just normal anyway, so yeah. you was coming back. Right. Because that's how you got to school. You know what I mean? It was like, right. Cats was coming back with that Dr. Pepper and Crown. <laughs> Ooh. No lie. Cats was coming back like that. Definitely cats were coming back blagged, and I was like, doing Woo. other stuff. But see, and, yeah, we and that's and that's what I didn't do. I was a quarterback. What was I going to be bigged up after lunch and then go to uh, practice? Well, you couldn't if you Ooh. wanted to perform properly. Mm -mm. No. But, man, I, man, we used to. Shit, we was half-ass performing we anyway. We cats right That's before. what they do at Southeast. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I know cats know that would get big before the game and go kill. I'm like, how do you do hey, that? Cause I couldn't. Hey, I'll be like, we can go back into Springfield history and, and tell a whole lot of tales on that one. But we're not here for that tonight. <laughs> no, we're not. Not at all. Not at all. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am your host, C3, alongside with Habilius and Todd. You know what it is. This is Intentional Dangerfield. Since episode 27, Shang Tsung, we have been under... E Cannon Production. <laughs> What's up, E? Tonight we have a very special guest here this evening. He is part of, he is the founder of Dad's Cantu. Mr. Jesse West Jr. is in the building. How you doing, sir? Like to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, Jesse West Sr. Oh, excuse me, I apologize. <laughs> He's the daddy. Junior's at home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's up And that's what we're here to talk about Yes sir So why don't you uh, tell us When you started Dad's Can 2 and why uh, I got started in Summer of 2016 um, At that point I had spent About four years And about $40,000 in courts Fighting just to see my son Whoa What? So Wow Explain that a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, I went through the divorce, went through the the uh, family court system, and uh, came out with the unfair ruling that is very common against fathers all over the country. And uh, went through the first one back in 2013, and then went again in 2016, and got the same same situation and I was like man this is this is ridiculous um, fathers are 
getting mistreated in, in the courts for no reasons at all. I mean, I didn't even have a parking ticket and I'm being treated as a second class citizen. And so I was like, man, I got to do something. And so I was just laying there one night and I was thinking, man, dads can do this too. And I was like, shit, there it is. Dads can too. Right. And, uh, so I just started it up, started with a Facebook page and started sharing with friends and family and, 2016, I mean, it was a little slow. I had to get all the, the stuff filed with the government for nonprofits and all that. And we turned the calendar year, man, and 2017 just, I mean, it shot out of here like a rocket. I had um, the state journal register contact me early in uh, January, got wind of it, and uh, ran a big old story, came out to my house, took pictures, did an interview, and... Um, few weeks later, I get a call while I'm at work. I worked uh, several jobs, one of them part-time in the morning on loan trucks. And uh, I get a call from my grandpa, and he's like, man, you're on the front page of the paper. And I'm like, because he uh, called the first time I didn't answer, and he called, called right back, so I'm thinking it was an emergency or something. And uh, so I'm thinking it's just uh, that little box that they have in the corner saying right. what's up in, the, in this in this newspaper. So I said, all right, Grandpa, I love you all. Check this out after I get off work. So I get done, and I go into the gas station, and people are just looking at me. And then somebody comes up, dude, you're on the front page of the paper. And uh, so I grab the paper, and I open that up. And, I mean, it's it's damn near the whole front page. <laughs> and then the story, you open it up, and it's a whole other section in the inside. And it was like, wow. And from there, news teams started calling uh other organizations and stuff all over the country right off the bat a shared parenting uh organization out of california contacted they did a follow-up story and ran it out there and it was one after another and the name started spreading people started calling and just kept on growing it kept on growing to where we are here now right like we ain't done growing it's uh we're just, we're just going to keep on growing, and yeah, it's grown a lot since then, and we're in a, a good place now, um, working on changing the world for children and families, and uh, going to keep climbing. Speaking on changing the world, I know you have been at the Capitol um, doing some, uh, is it lobbying for a, a bill or some something of the sort? Um, we are a, a partner. With the bill, uh, we don't do as much lobbying, being uh, with our status as a charitable nonprofit. Um, but yes, we are in works with the um, other organizations on um, its House Bill 185 here in Illinois. Uh, it's the Equal Shared Parenting Bill. Could you could you speak on that bill? Um, yeah, it's a rebuttable presumption of 50-50. Um, basically, what it states is when two parents walk in a courtroom that they are both to be presumed equal i mean we're walking into a courtroom and the only thing a judge knows is the names that are on the sheet of paper in front of them right. so why should one parent or the other be considered and presumed any less than than equal without any evidence being presented exactly can you if not getting in too much into your own personal can you set a, a stage for those who don't know how the court process kind of works <laughs> yeah yeah. Fathers are guilty until they prove themselves innocent. It's crazy. I mean, I could go down the street and rob the bank, and they could have video evidence, and I'm innocent until a jury convicts me. As a father, I go into family court, I'm guilty. I have to prove myself that I can parent. I have to prove myself fit. And that's that's crazy. I should, I mean, I'm his parent. It took both of us to create a child. It takes both to raise them. Right. Now, with this experience as, as me being a parent who's gone through this, um, when you go to court and say you, you've, you've gone through divorce. Yeah. Now, if you go and they go for parenting or whatever, you have to request uh, visitation. Am I correct? Well, I know I'm correct. But, right? Yep. So you have to request visitation. They'll get child support. They'll get whatever as a mother. But as a father, you have to request visitation. It is not an option. Yeah, and now it's they got parenting classes and mediation and all these things that's but those, tied in. Those to, things don't hold up in court. No. Nah. Like the parenting place does not, whatever happens and you decide on at the parenting place does not hold up in court. 
at all. Uh-huh. At all. Which, uh, parenting place is just a backdoor money place to make more money for the for lawyers, mediators. Uh-huh. It's all, the, the whole thing is about it's a huge, money. It's a huge money scam. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely it, that. Definitely. I mean, the states collect on federal funding for right. collecting child support, Title IV D funding. That's what we're working on the federal level of changing. Yeah. And, I mean, it shouldn't be. I mean, the we're using the kids to... For, for money mm-hmm. and we're ruining families and the development of children all for somebody else's dollar right so, so when you when you're in there trying to prove yourself as a suitable uh, parent like what are the things that you have to I mean and again like he said I don't want to get in your personal business but what are they looking for as far as he's okay to have his child? And they die they dissect everything about about your life and it really don't matter what you take to them, man. I like I said, I didn't even have a parking ticket. Right. And I didn't have anything. I have my order actually sets that I'm a fit and proper father and I'm more stable and all these things. But my son should be with his siblings. She's got kids, other kids, by other guys, and I'm like, when's enough? I mean, right. we're now up to, to four kids by four guys, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm just trying to see my son. I never took, ever tried. Both times I, we went through, through the trials, I never tried to take full custody, or as they changed the laws, it's not technically custody no more, it's parental responsibilities and majority parenting time, time. I mean, majority of time yeah no they they're trying to say they change the laws they changed the wording all they did is sugarcoat it I mean it's still the same thing you're talking about parental responsibilities and visitation versus custody I mean let, let me I don't care the, how you call it let me set thing. the premise right here where we have five gentlemen in the room who are all parents of children and three live with their children and two don't. So when Todd asks that question, it's a very valid question because you are trying to understand what they're trying to find wrong with you as a father. Mm -hmm. Where you, you smacking your kid for eating double Pop-Tarts. Right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But but that's the difference because you're going home with them and he's there with you every night where he and I have the different situation where we're fighting for something different just to be able to let it you gonna eat them Pop Tarts, fam. Right. I don't right. care about that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So so there's a different you know what I'm saying it's it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, and it can change in a blink of an eye. I oh, mean they instantly. can go in instantly. You can be in your child's life every day and, and like you said, you're together. Uh-huh. And they file that tomorrow, you you're a nobody. That's another you have, thing. You you're exactly, a paycheck. Exactly. It, it can happen that quick. It is that quick to me. And that to me is because I was a victim of uh, the false allegations, uh, an OP, uh, a bullshit OP. Mm-hmm. Said I was armed and dangerous and all kinds of stuff. I didn't even have guns in the house because she didn't want them. They were at my dad's house. So yeah. she filed an order for protection. Yeah. On so I mean, and it's used. I mean, we've got. Things out there cause where lawyers, they have advised clients to make up allegations to get a hand up in court. And right. it, that's just what it is. Lawyers, so, boy. Like you say, you spend about 40. Uh, dude, I'm up to 100. I've spent about 30. And, that, and when you said that, I just sighed on the inside because I feel that. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine what you could do with that stuff? I mean, <laughs> it, it, um, it, I if mean, we put the focus on the children right. and we had an equal parenting bill, mm-hmm. we're not going to be fighting in court. I mean, if it, if it, if everybody it knows that it's 50 50, it shouldn't be a fight. You're not going to be like, all right, I mean, there's no control. The thing is, it's the control, power, and money. When you don't have any of that to gain and the actual focus is on the children, now you're going to work out an agreement that fits your guys' schedule and it's going to be about the children. So now you would have that money to do things with your kids, pay off other bills, take them vacations, Definitely. rather than scraping up to barely get by. I mm-hmm. mean, there was one times I was working seven jobs. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. They want, they're trying to take, they take so much of your money. That's not right. Then you get another job. Now they're coming after more of that money. And so, I mean, it's just an endless system that is not in and the best interest of the children. And it's, 
it's not focused on the children at all. And you, and you gotta have a lawyer to even do all this, or else everything is over with. I mean, and it, 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 I don't have anything more than somebody that would have went in there without a lawyer. But yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to fill. Out, I mean, I didn't know how to fill out the paperwork. I've been a laborer my whole life. I started mowing uh, grass and stuff with my dad when I was seven. I didn't know how to do this stuff. The stuff that I'm doing now with the organization, I wasn't. I was never going to be a politician. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, I was I, like I said, I've been a laborer my whole life. I didn't expect to be doing this, but like I said, I couldn't sit back and do nothing. So I started it. No intentions of it ever being to where we are now. In and out of D.C., traveling all over the country, speaking in different cities, and all over the news, TVs and stuff. I mean, the first time I did that, my son literally ran around the house. Daddy's on TV. Daddy's on TV. And. It's great, and um, he's behind it. I mean, uh, if anybody's seen our logo, it's a—it's uh, actually me and my son's hands. Mm. So, it's a—it's uh, great. I mean, everything's growing, and it's—it's it, it's great and it's positive. But it's unfortunate that the circumstances that's going on to uh, fathers and children all over the country um, to to push us to this level. It seems that we. It, we just need reform in a lot of things, obviously, because the world is changing. But we're still way back, because you know, back in the back in the day, possibly, and it still could have been the same thing back then. But there may have been more of the father um, not taking responsibility. But I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, like, it's definitely a different time, and especially in nowadays and age where everybody's pushing equality, right? Until you get to the family court topic, and they run from that's it. A, that's a good point, and it's it's crazy because the ones that are the ones pushing for equality in every other aspect are the same ones that are, are opponents and, and opposed to the equal shared parenting. The worst part about that is I don't even know if you guys know is the same people that are fighting us on House Bill 185, the Equal Share Parenting Bill, are the same ones who passed a bill last year for equal shared custody of a pet post divorce. Promise, look it up. Wow. <laughs> I promise you, Illinois passed an equal shared pet bill last year, passed with flying colors. What bill is HB 2186? What does that do? Um, you'd have to refresh me. That's I know it's one of the new ones they're entering think, this year. Yeah, I think so. I think it had something to do with the um, the mileage or something like that. The distance from twenty five to fifty. Oh yes, um, that uh, that is specifically right now for the the Chicago area. What they're trying to do is yes, increase the distance between. Uh, parents' houses from 25 miles to 50 miles. Right. Um, and that's going to make, especially in, in the areas of Chicago, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it impossible to get back and forth. Um, my personal opinion on that is a bunch of those bills that are coming up that we're actually opposed to are backdoor ways to help deviate from a 50-50 bill or order if it was to pass because of the 17 factors i believe it's number nine is the distance between households if you're 50 miles apart in the chicago area i mean that's two plus hours right. to, to school yes it is so um there's a couple others out there that are doing different things that are also um ways to help deviate from a possible 50 50 situation so, how many dads have you come in? I'm, I'm sure you've come into a, a lot of a dads with your same uh, struggle. How is it to to see you guys all on one accord pushing for the same thing? Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's just rough seeing the the stories and the and the text, the phone calls, the emails, and stuff that I get from people. I mean, it's just. It's heartbreaking, and, and they're they're just lost, and they don't know what to do, and they don't understand why this is going on. And it's, I mean, it's legit. There's no, I didn't understand it either. I mean, why are we being treated as second class citizens? And 
when we are an, e- an equal parent. I mean, as long as you're a fit, able, willing, loving parent, there should be no reason why you can go from one day being right there, everything in with the other parent, and then the very next day you're just gone and you're down to every other weekend and if you're lucky, one day a week. I'm going to keep it real. I thought this was just a thing that uh, brothers went through. I didn't know uh, cats like you went through this. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it real. Dads went through it. I mean, I, I thought it was just a, uh, a black father thing. I didn't know it was a white father thing. You know what I'm saying? With the manipulation and the using the children and, and whatnot. So it's a... Uh, it's a it's a it's a male thing. Yeah, it's an attack on men, yeah. man. And so we we are definitely brothers, and yeah, we are equal. There's definitely things to going out there about the attack on on masculinity, definitely and the lack of it, and this generation that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the other things they're talking about is um, the statistics behind the, the fatherless homes. Twenty six of the twenty seven. Um, major school shootings and uh, or shootings in general came from fatherless children that the, the person involved in those shootings was from a fatherless home wow the um the studies and stuff show that the um teen pregnancies and the other school violence and gang related activities all that come from fatherless homes that's how i think because I have twin daughters, and the way I look at it is if I'm out of my daughter's lives, then they're able to do things um, and be raised without a father. Then if they have two guys, you know, to bring it through the court system and get drugged like I get drugged, you got two more knuckleheads. And that's how I look. Nobody wants, it's like medicine. You know what I'm saying? It's like a Band-Aid. It's not the cure. It's the, it's the, the cover-up. And that's just how I feel. When I'm not involved, you know, I want to be involved. I want to, you know, I want to be a, a part of their education and their upbringing and bringing them to be women. But if they can be systematically um, put into a certain category, then they'll fall into that category where they'll be on welfare or they'll have extra kids and they'll have extra um, men that they can draw, you know, for the system. And that's just how I feel about it. Uh, it's the way it is. I mean, and the whole system is messed up. And. It, it's just unfortunate. And like I said, we're doing everything we can to try to put that focus back on the children and the importance of uh, the family mentality and the importance of a child having both uh, parents in their lives. We applaud you here at Intentional <laughs> Dangerfield, definitely. We definitely yeah, I appreciate applaud it. that. What is, what is the, the Parent Buddy Program? Um, that is something that we recently started in the last couple months. Um, we, with the growing process and, and, and also realizing out there that there's millions of, of parents and, and um, yes, it's, it's parents. Uh, I, don't, I want everybody to know that it's, there is moms who do go through this as well, as well as there's a lot of moms and women who, who support what we're doing. My organization is actually made up of 46% women across the country. Nice. Um, and that's because it doesn't, this isn't a men's issue, a mom's issue. It's, I mean, it's not a mom's versus dad's, men versus women. It's about the children and the, and the children's rights to, to having both of their parents. And so we have a lot of support for men and women. Um, what people don't realize is not only when you are limiting one parent or the other to every other weekend and maybe one day a week, you're limiting that child's access to grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, the entire other side of the family culture community and all of that. they're missing out on all of that and it's unnecessary and but uh back to the the, the parent program um there's just so many i mean there's millions across the country and they feel lost and alone and the suicides are climbing and um Personally, I, I can't be there for all of them and other members of, of dads can too. We get countless phone calls and emails and messages through the, our pages. And we, I mean, we respond to all of them, but we can't build that more of a personal relationship and, and friendship. So 
I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a program. And so I started the parent buddy program and tons of people started signing up and it was great because now we we collect their contact information and we get them partnered up with somebody else in, the, in a like situation. So we have some grandmas partnered up with grandmas. We've got the fathers and partnered with fathers and moms and now they can have a more personal relationship and open up more about their current situation and when they have those days where they're just down, down, they can contact their buddy and uh, be there for each other. Wow. That's important, having that support there. Huh? Definitely. For sure. Where would somebody find out information on that, on the, on the website? Um, on the, the, if they could just go to our, our Facebook page, it's actually pinned to the top. Okay. So it's the very first post they'd come across. And because we just want to make sure everybody knows they're, they're not alone. Um, I get calls from all over. I'm, we've actually, we've got some dads cantus in 18 states now, and also uh, a couple other countries. Wow. We've got people starting up, um, and, and like I said, that's because it's not about Illinois or any state. It's, I mean, this is a, an issue that is just worldwide of of children missing out on um, opportunities to see and love and. Uh, everything with both parents um one of the questions i get all the time from everybody i talk to is what would the 50 50 mean to me and not just to me but for everybody out there what it would mean is you'd have more opportunities for your child to to come out of class come out of school at the end of the day and just run up and be excited to see you you would have more dinners more bath times and bedtime stories more of those nights that you can sleep. I've been there as a father, you can't sleep. You don't know that your your child is, is safe, sound and secure. You're supposed to be there to protect them. And now you're not even there half the time, you're there 20% of the time and you have them sleepless nights. And so the, the, that would give you more of those nights. And it also gives more time for the, like I said, the, the entire other side of the family that's now limited to seeing a child on those every other weekends, the opportunities to say for like grandparents while one parent's at work, they can pick them up from school, take them to the park, get ice cream and stuff, enjoy that one-on-one time for a couple hours while a parent finishes up at work. And it just, it's all about focusing on the children. I, I, I don't, and Man, I just wish because I can't even imagine what how, what you what you guys I can't even imagine because I I am with my kid, but I would think that more people than not would understand the importance of having both parents. I mean, because I, I know I know how it is to have one parent and. You think back and it's like, man, I could have been this. I would have been a different person if I had two parents in the house. And, I, you know, I don't understand why, and not just moms or, you know, but why someone would let their own desire and their own problems between the other party get in the way of the person that they say they care about because regardless of what he or she did in the situation that kid right there needs as a parent your nourishment to that kid you know so it, it just behooves me to be like you know I couldn't imagine if me and my wife were to break up you know, God forbid, but somebody saying, oh, I, you know, you can't see your son tonight. For what? You well, know, it, like, it never starts like that. It, it, I mean, it, it's it just, never starts like that. That same person will always tell you, I'll never do, do this to you. Or you'll always be able to see a child. It always happens like that. But there's things like, like, uh, you get a new significant other. That might happen. That changes the game. That yeah. changes the game. It does change immediately. And I know bitter, it does. Bitter about the relationship, spiteful about money, 
things like that. I mean, all that stuff changes things. I, I promise you, man. Oh, and I know it does. It definitely does. But it's like, and you can't imagine. You can't imagine it. When does like in a in your mind? When does it take place that? Hey, this isn't. I'm tripping. For real, man. Because it's like I know right now. I know right now. If I grew up, you gotta up, be an active husband. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to eat on that paper plate with that bullshit cable, <laughs> for real. But I, control I know, power and money, man. It does. I know right now, things. man. Like, if I had both parents in the home. I would be a different person. I know I would. I just, I have to because I got, you know, mom can't be dad. And any woman that says, I'm mom and dad, you're lying. You can't be dad. You can't do it. I had both parents. And then around fifth grade, my parents got divorced. And I saw my father take care of his business. And I always got to see my father. And my mother was fair. Even though I found out to this day that she didn't like to give me up on certain weekends, but she did it for the betterment of me. Right. And I saw my father be a father that he was supposed to be, but what he should have done was um, not just take care of the bills, but take care of my head and my heart. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, I do different things, and there's things that I won't I won't risk at all because I care about my kids' heads and their heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. That keeps me locked in the situation, but no, uh, dad had dad was dad, mom was mom, and it can't be one or the other. That's you, the one you thing can't I like. Both. I try to get everybody to see as, as an example is a lot of they want to come out and they want to fight all the time, and and that's what I, they want us to do. I mean, we're perceived as a bunch of angry men who don't really care about our kids and we just don't want to pay child support, and we're working on on changing changing that perception. Uh, from the get-go, I have always texted her on her birthday, telling her happy birthday, happy Mother's Day, and Christmas sending her, uh, getting her cards and stuff, especially when my kid wasn't old enough to do it on his own. Now I still take him to go shopping, fill out his card and stuff like that for them. And other people are like, man, I would never do that. And, and just hateful things towards the other. And I'm like, man, you got to realize you're an example for your child. And yes, things do go south and you just, you, I mean, you just got to be the bigger person. Your child is watching you. How would you want them to, to, to treat somebody else and going through that? And they're see, my son sees that how I treat his mom. Well, I mean, we don't get along, period. But I still, re, I mean, I still treat her with respect and civil for our, for our son. Mm-hmm. I mean, she will always be his, his mother. I will always be his father. There's nothing to change, going to change that. And so I, the, the fighting that they have and, and the hatred that they, they hold on to for the other, um, I wish there was a way to just get everybody to drop that, regardless of what you've been through. Like I said, I've been through the, the false allegations, the bullshit order of protection, all that. And I still came out. I mean, I lost everything and came out and still, hey, happy birthday. Happy Mother's Day. Merry Christmas. Thank you for without you. I mean, without her, I wouldn't have my son. And so I'm I'm thankful for that. Man, that's so important because like, you know, if you're treating your mom or if you're treating your your ex or whatever that is uh, messed up like that and your son or daughter then it changes their outlook on even them you know and and like if I were to treat my wife with disrespect at all times when dad's not there now my son thinks he can treat her with disrespect and you know what's going to happen next so man it's just uh Lead by example. That's crazy, man. That I can't That's the even other imagine. Thing is like we don't even have with with this fatherless generations and um, the lack of the children with fathers in their lives is they don't have that male person to follow in order to to lead them. What you I mean? You can only learn so much stuff in, in school, and 
everything that I do um, for a living, I learn from following and, and watching my, my father. I started, like I was seven, with seven with a push mower, mm-hmm. helping him mow, working on the cars, painting, drywall, electrical, plumbing. I was right there, right there with him. Now, my son, he doesn't even think it's his chores. I have a lawn care business, and he has to have a toy lawn. He has a toy lawnmower, a toy blower, trimmer, all that stuff. And when we start doing family's houses, my, uh, family and grandparents, stuff like that, and he comes with me, he puts all his stuff right on the trailer right next to mine, and we go house to house, and he gets out, and he follows me around the yards just like that. Loves it. He doesn't even think it's a chore. At the house, he has a toolbox full of all the tools. Anytime I'm working on something, if I'm working on the truck, He's getting his stuff, and he's right out there with me. Mm-hmm. Around the house, everything. And there, so many children are, are missing out on that. The life lessons and experiences. Man. Those are special moments. They special. are. You, you, can't, you cannot simulate that. No, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's priceless. And their memories that aren't being made. That God. they're missing out. You can only do so much in a every other weekend and when you're caught up with the stress and the worry and you can't focus on the children you're on those weekends so that's another thing that we try to do to help with that is we do events all throughout the year like we actually got our junior blues night coming up this saturday Mm -hmm. and uh is that march 2nd yeah so the biggest thing with that one is uh we got the party room upstairs so we have special t-shirts made it's uh, all you can eat, all you can drink. Kids are getting chucka pucks, face painters, balloon artists. It's a big old party for the for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, these do many different things. One, it gets our name out there on the shirts and advertising and stuff like that. It brings people together and like circumstances. And the one of the biggest things it does is for the other people that are going through this, it gets them out and it clears their mind. They're not sitting at home looking at the sheet of paper that says, hey, I'm a second-class citizen, I only get my kid every other weekend, and focus on how they're going to pay the the, the light, light bill or cable bill or anything because their checks are going to the all through child support and everything else. And so the, the events are great to get everybody out there, free their mind, and their, um, just family fun events because – that's what we're trying to do is the, the importance of family and uh, bringing them together and help educate them on what we're doing. And so we do many other things, too. We do the we'll be in the St. Patty's Parade and the State Fair Parade. We do a couple of huge festivals. Um, another thing we do is we do adopt a highway cleanups and those do a couple of things as well. One, we have a dad's can two sign on the highway. Somebody drives by, they see it. Now they're trying to figure out what we are, and what we're doing. But now we're going to lead our kids and the importance of keeping the communities clean. And we're trying to bring change and, and clean up family laws. Well, why not start with the ground up? So mm-hmm. we go out there and we clean up our communities while help bringing our communities together at the same time on the importance of children having both parents in their lives. That is phenomenal. It's, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's too bad under the circumstances but the the community involvement is is beautiful. Definitely, and and each year everything grows. This year we're over two hundred people coming Saturday night. Wow! So I'm gonna get two of those shirts. <laughs> my wife, when I close on my way here, she was like, "We need two of those shirts." We'll probably be there yeah, uh, Saturday uh, also. Yeah, we do one. We uh, we appreciate the the community's help. Um, so many places have donated items and stuff for like the raffles and silent auctions. Uh, the Junior Blues go out of their way to help us. We do a sliders one as well in the, in the summer. And um, it's just great that uh, everybody coming on board. Uh, the first year we did the float, people kind of didn't know who we were or what's going on. At the parade? Yeah. Okay. Now, man, we get standing ovations, man. Yeah. and it, I mean, it's heart-touching and soul-crushing, man. They come just pulls on you. Yeah, We get people running out there to shake our hands, and uh, I mean, it's great. I'm full crowds of people just chanting, yeah, dads can too, and clapping, and 
So You're doing I mean, something it's, huge. It's great. Very big. Very big. And hopefully it reaches the right people to get the change that is needed. Definitely. I mean, that's the thing is, is reaching. I mean, there's still so many people, like you said, that aren't even aware that this is even going on. Mm. They're not aware that I'm in a happy marriage and stuff today. They don't realize, I mean, in a blink of an eye, it could all be gone for no reason. I mean, just because it doesn't work with the ex doesn't mean I'm any less of a parent. Jeez. Yeah, I, man. That's very powerful words right there. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, um, it, how, how can people reach you as far as, um, your your website and all that. Yeah, we have the dadscantu.com. Um nowadays with the, the the easiest and best ones the uh just search dadscantu on Facebook. I mean, it, it's going to pop up right there and they can find everything that we got going on in there through the events and the post. Uh there's the number to call us, a link to email us, send us messages. Um everything. I mean, my phone's always on. Like I said, I get phone calls and stuff all throughout the day, night. It doesn't matter. Um, it's uh, it's just want to be there for everybody. And uh, like I said, I definitely don't want everybody to ever feel alone. I've had those times where I guarantee you the person that I talked to on the phone, if I didn't answer that phone that night, they probably they was going to end it. And it's it's unfortunate that, I mean, it's happening all over the world. And so that was the part of the drive behind the, the Parent Buddy program is to try to make sure everybody out there has at least one person. Because, I mean, I got a strong family structure. I came from a, a two-parent home, and I still have a two-parent home. My parents have been together for 33 years. And uh, some people don't have that family support system. They're out there, and they're all alone. Or they have family that's actually chose the ex over blood. And sometimes it's just so they can have the access to the kids. And it's others that they've just, they flipped. And so there's literally some out there that have nobody. They have nothing. And they try to fight on and and sometimes it gets them. And we're... We're trying to fix that. Like I said, there is no reason in the world that a fit, loving, and able parent, which most of the time, about 82% of the time is the father, should go into the uh, the court and be treated as a, a second-class citizen. That's huge. Um, because as a parent who's gone through these things and these situations, you are exactly correct when you talk about you have a support system and there are individuals who do not have a support system and there are times when I get low but there's someone I can talk to and a lot of times it creates even a situation in our home that has nothing to do with us individually but I never ever thought of someone taking their own life about this so you put me in a different mind you know aspect of it totally but but I could see it getting there because you get to that point where it's like, what can I do? I'm working for nothing. I can't see my kids. I'm being treated like, you know, so I, I totally get that. But that's you are doing something serious. Well, we're you know? trying. Definitely trying. You're doing it. Man. You're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it. I want you to know that. I want you to back up for a second because you were doing it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, speak I'm... on your, your experience in D.C. Um. Last year, we were uh, a part of the a shared parenting um, convention um, back in uh, May in there in, in Washington, D.C., and uh, we're actually going to be a part of the, another huge one, even bigger this year, um, as it's grown, this topic's growing all over the country. Um, I will be in D.C. Uh, June 26th through July 1st. Um, with a, a big two-day shared parenting convention with uh, Americans for Equal Shared Parenting and I think over 200 other organizations from across the country are going to be a part of this huge two-day event. 
in the nation's capital working on bringing awareness and um, change for children and families all over the, the world. Man. Well, everybody who is listening, and, and this is kind of, I mean, with the podcast, we, we've had a couple guests. Be vigilant in what you believe in. And if you do that and, and actually do the legwork for that, you will see change. You will. Uh, it's going to be tough because we've talked to people where it's tough with, you know, this and all that. But if you do it, something will happen. You Change will happen. And I think what you some of the things that you're just in a, a situation where you're helpless and you're like, you know what? Let me try something. And, you know, I applaud that. Like this, so you believed in it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I started, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what I was getting into. I just knew I couldn't do nothing. And I understand that there's a lot of people that they just have aren't able to take that step. So I mean, currently, I get it all the time where people will be like, "Hey, thanks for what you're doing." Um, I'll get people that I've never even met that will walk up to me on the streets. I've had them stop me in traffic and pull up next to me and be like, Hey, you're the, you're the dad's can too guy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And like it, I've, we've repeated, it's unfortunate that the circumstances behind the motivation to, to do this. Um, but it is great to, be in the position that I am and a voice for millions of parents and children all over the country that in in the courts and stuff, they just don't have that voice. It's, it's not allowed. Um, and that's because the, the, the family courts is a 52 point something billion dollar a year industry. That's what I was going to ask, because it seems to me like it's the cash cow. <laughs> Big time. And and. To me, I don't want to get deep into like conspiracy thinking, but I do know money rules everything. Cash and rule. so, and it's unfortunate that with the yeah hey, they're using children and a child's development and access to both parents as a a pawn for control, power, and money. Unbelievable. Exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what it is. Have you ever gone to court and sat there with your attorney and watched the uh, the two attorneys talk about the next time they're gonna meet in court? Yeah, it's <laughs> and, you, and you paying for that? <laughs> they're like, okay, fun. well, <laughs> more discovery. <laughs> and I mean, the whole system, like I said, they made the different laws requiring the the mediation and parenting classes right. and stuff, yeah. and all that stuff leads back to lawyers and governments making more money <laughs> i mean like now you're getting case management fees each year from the county like 38 bucks or something just so they can hold our name in the in the folder yeah 250 250 every two weeks yes yeah, and that's real i can show you the stuff $2.50 to hold a piece of paper in a folder yeah, that ain't a, even a piece of paper it's in the computer for the sure system. For sure, man. And I'm more back. money, more money. <laughs> yeah, sorry. we've had uh, at the attorney or at the hearing we had last year on our bill, we had an attorney from the Illinois State Bar Association literally come out and state that if they pass the equal shared parenting bill, that the state of Illinois would potentially lose hundreds of millions of dollars in federal funding, and. Uh, we have a great uh, sponsored uh, representative, LaShawn Ford, out of Chicago. Chicago. And he's, man, it touched him hard and uh, comes out stating, like, the, we're not, our children aren't here to fund this state. Right. Figure out a different way. Right. I mean, you're ruining children's lives over some money for the for the state. <laughs> and we and know that's how the, the money same for the state is. 
Yeah, and like I said, that's the same group, the the Bar Association and the others that passed the equal shared pet bill. Flying colors, man, it just flew right through. It's a law. It's not even trying. It's a law. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. You, you and your wife get a divorce. You've got equal rights to your pet, no questions asked, but your children... You get them 20% of the time. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's laughable. It, welcome to Illinois. Jeez. First and only. That's that the absurdity of that. Is but crazy. I, I can't even imagine it. I, but the uh, one of the objections to the equal shared parenting bill is it's going to cause extra litigation. Uh, an unnecessary litigation in courts, but <laughs> you wrote a law for equal pet time. So now we're going to court over time of the pet. I mean, I love my dog, but I mean, it's my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't getting yeah, the dog yeah, in a divorce. Yeah. She, I, I you want the, the dog? Go the ahead. Dog. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's she's getting. I, I think I. And, this is gonna sound bad, but I care more about my son than the dog. Oh, it's all it's, day, all day that's long. Understandable. Well, you should. That's understandable. You should. I mean, because you know, you. But you that's got, the you issue. Like I was talking about, they're pushing for equality all across every aspect uh, that you can think of, and except for family courts. Right. It's so unreal. unreal, and you know. Some of, the, some of the things that, uh, you know, I've, I know, I've, I've been at the Capitol, and I've gone to certain um, um, sessions, whether it be in the House or the Senate, and it's amazing sometimes with the state being in a crisis, whether that be a budget crisis, whether it be whatever, you know, it may be, we're not really ever, you don't catch them talking about the issues at that need to be talked about. You're, you're we're talking about uh, online dating uh, fees and all that's like, what are we doing? Like, or the plastic bag tax, and... all of all the above, and it's just you name it, it doesn't stop. Yeah, it's all. It's all all money. It's 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 all it's all All money. money, It's all money, but it's actually it's laughable. And keep grinding, man. So yeah, just keep grinding. That's just that's ridiculous. Definitely. Never never could understand it. What time? March 2nd, does it get started? Uh, the 5.30. Drop, uh, puck drops at uh, 6. And uh, then, like I said, we'll be in the St. Patrick's Parade a couple day, uh, couple weeks from that. and All kinds of stuff. We got full calendar events for the rest of the year. Looking forward to the back to the D.C. trip. Um, we got selected for a reef ceremony at the Too Many Unknown Soldier at Arlington Cemetery. You so, care to speak on that? That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, they uh, we're going to be able to get uh, little, they do a little special ceremony. If anybody wants to um, check it out, they can just uh, search reef ceremony, Too Many Unknown Soldier. Um, but to do a special little ceremony for us, and then we will place a dad's can to reef that... Uh, we got a shop down there putting together for us, and it'll be placed at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier for that day. Awesome. And then we'll have the, that'll be on June 27th, and then June 28th and 29th, the Shared Parenting Convention. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Um, no, you're not alone. Um, never give up. Um, I mean, there's just so much out there. I just want to make sure everybody knows that they're not alone. They, uh, they can get a hold of us. Um, and to stand up. Um, everybody talks about the, like, especially when you come down to, like, the voting and stuff. Well, my one my one voice don't matter. Well, anybody looks at the sheriff race over in Decatur, that, that came down to one vote. So don't think that your one voice uh, 
don't matter. Um, we come together and unite all across this country and speak up for what's right and, and push forward for our children and our children's children. Um, that's a big question that we la we ask a lot of the um, mothers who are not supportive of the 50-50 is what if what you're doing to your ex is happening to your son in 20 years? Would you think dads can too now? And some of them, it touches them. I mean, you got to realize, like, I mean, I have a son and I don't want him to ever have to go through what I went through. I don't want any other father or any other parent or any child to ever experience what I had gone through. And I know that you'll have the relationships that don't last, but it doesn't make me or anybody else any less of a parent. And if everything was civil and focused on the children, when you don't have the kids, you would be at ease. You wouldn't have those sleepless nights worrying about the bills and if your kid's okay or when are you going to see them next, especially if in you're in a system to where like sometimes now here in Sangamon County, I mean, it's six months before you can get in front of a judge. So you're at the mercy of the mom who is just handed everything from the start to allow you to, to, to see, I mean, allowed, I mean, what do you mean allowed? Right. Uh, I mean, that's my child with, without me, Jesse Jr. Wouldn't be here without her. Jesse Jr. Wouldn't be here. It took both and he needs both. And if everybody would just focus on the children, we could easily change the world and put the family mentality back and end this craziness of control, power, and money that has nowhere reason to be anywhere near uh, family. Very powerful words. Um, again, I'm echoing everybody in the room. We definitely applaud your effort. We support the movement. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, um, we wish you the, the utmost support and respect. Um, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. It's one of the biggest shows we've ever had here. It's a very important message. Like Jesse said, it's about the kids. This is about the kids, not about your relationships. It's about your relationship with your kids and the development of them. Um, again, very powerful. Jesse West Sr., Dads Can Too. Look him up, get involved, support it. It's very, very positive. Yeah. Um, also, anybody wants to help with the, even getting the word out there if they need um, that, we have a, a full online store. Um, Where can um, they find that at? At dadscan2.com. And there's a store button on there. Uh, we have hats, hoodies, T-shirts, beanies. Um, one of my new favorite things is we just had a, um, a Dad's Can 2 coin made up. It says Dad's Can 2 on one side. Yes, we can on the other. Um, it's uh, great. We had quite a few people buy them. Um, as a, as a father, especially the one, you get lonely and stuff, you start doubting yourself. Now they can just grab that coin out of their pocket and say, you know what? Yes, yes, we can. And, uh, and it helps get the word out there. I can't tell you how many times I've, somebody's seen something I'm wearing or somebody else, the wristbands or something. They, dads can too. And, and, to, to some, it's just three little words that don't mean nothing. But to many parents and, and children, it's three words that mean the whole, mean Where everything. Where is the skill in that? Where is the skill? Okay. This is intentional danger field. Because that sounds like savagery. Good.
Check. Yo, yo. You are now locked in to them dudes who keep it most real. Straight out the ill, intention the danger field. C3 Taji, can't can on beats. Bless the air every week, the sleek speech unique. To the listener, ambassadors like they rappers sitting spit in a circle of ciphers, setting examples. How we supposed to cast fire, inspire, reach higher heights, fulfill the desires all up inside us. Strong, black gifted, keep the color or not. If the topic is hot, drop it in right on the spot. Got mad ish for your ears of the list. You tuned in to the cast. You were catching it, it intentional danger filled. You are now locked in. You are now locked in.